0: Welcome to the Impact Hour on Money 1055, where you live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This show is about you, your life, your impact, and your legacy. Now, your hosts, John and Rena. Hey,
1: welcome to the Impact Hour. I am delighted to have you join us today. My name is Rena, and I will be your host. Today, we are talking about self care. And how absolutely important it is for you to take great care of yourself. You know that here at the Impact Hour, we encourage you to have a positive impact on other people. And that will most certainly be influenced by how well you take care of yourself. And if you're not sure about that, think about the last time you were really, really stressed out. And how did you treat the people around you? If you're like me, I get a little snippy when I'm stressed, when I'm tired. And honestly, I tend to take it out on the people closest to me. So this show is designed to empower you to take better care of yourself. It's a really great topic, and it will empower you to be more of a positive impact on the lives of other people. Now, this topic, self-care... I often hear about it in circles that I run in that's primarily women. So I I do a lot with personal development and hang out with other people who do personal development and business. And usually it's the women talking about the need to take good care of oneself. So I had a conversation with John and I'm like, do you guys talk about this much? And he's like, nope. (laughs) But we both agreed that it's essential for both men and women. Because, like I said, how you're taking care of yourself will most certainly affect how you're treating other people. I had an interesting conversation with a woman just a little bit ago talking about being a mom. And I know that moms have a particular challenge in taking care of themselves because we're geared up to really take care of other people. And we're able to give from our excess. As we take care of ourselves, it will flow out onto the people around us. So it's for men, it's for women, it's for everybody. Do yourself a favor, do a favor to everybody in your life and please take really great care of yourself. We're going to have lots of ideas and suggestions for you and you'll find ways that you can improve your own self-care. It's a really great opportunity for you to assess kind of where it's at and where you want it to be. In fact, I encourage you, if you don't have time now, make the time later. Go ahead and make a list of all the things that you're doing to take care of yourself. That way you can assess the list and you can kind of track, see how it's going, see if you need to add anything or modify anything to make sure that you're doing the things that you need to do to take really great care of yourself. (coughs) Now, it's important to know that self-care is, it's important to be well-rounded in our self-care. So when I was studying social work, I got a master's degree in social work, and we were encouraged as we assessed a client to look at four different areas to see the whole picture of the person. They called it bio, psycho, social, and spiritual. So the bio is, of course, looking at the body. So I'm concerned about you taking good care of your body. I'm concerned about the psychology, so the mental and emotional. I want you to take really great care of yourself mentally and emotionally. You'll also need to take care of yourself socially, and we're going to dive into each of these, so it'll be really great. And also want you to take care of yourself spiritually. I was delighted that in a program... Uh, On social work, they included the spiritual aspect to the individual because that certainly colors a person's experience of life. So we're going to start with biological, the body, taking great care of your body. What I find is people tend to jump to this one first. When we talk about self-care, they're thinking of what they need to do to take care of themselves physically. And it's very important. It's not the whole picture. And, like some of these others, it affects the others. So how you're taking care of your body will affect you in other aspects of your life. For example, if you're not getting enough sleep, you will, it, it's more than likely going to affect your mood. And you can see how that's going to be affecting other people. So let's dive into some ideas on taking great care of yourself physically. And I encourage you to check these out for yourself. See what's a really great fit for you. First one, top of the list, you probably already thought about it, is exercise. We're always told to exercise. And you definitely need to find what's going to work good for you on that. See, I tried running for a while. I hate running. (laughs) It's really hard. And uh, I walk a lot, love walking, and really don't care for running. So good that I had some flexibility to modify that and make sure it's something that works for me. You know, you could go to a gym if you really dig the gym. If you hate the gym, find something that you really love. You know, you go to those classes, and they're, like, really super intense, right? And they're like, make it burn. And I'm like, oh, gosh, I hate that. So what I really like, I just started a Tai Chi regimen in – January it's been almost three months I enjoy that a lot great motion building some core strength lots of good stuff so I would have never known that if I didn't try it so try out stuff see if it works for you you could even get a personal trainer that brings an important component to self care which is having support and accountability so that you're not doing it by yourself if you're not going to get it done by yourself if you need the help and the support go for it Bring it on in because it's important. Also close to the top of the list for me, in my opinion, is eating healthy, nourishing foods. I changed my diet a little over a year ago, and I focus on plant-based whole foods. So, um, and it's funny, it's a good to make that distinction because I could say vegan. That's a nice kind of shorthand, but that doesn't cut it because... Chips and Oreos are considered vegan, and that's not what I think is nourishing to my body. So I'm I'm doubling up my efforts now to eat more vegetables because, believe it or not, you can be vegan and hardly eat vegetables. So it feels really good to me to be taking good care of my body. I love the message that that gives, and I desire that for you, for you to know that you're taking good care of yourself and you know that you value yourself. That's some really good stuff there. Similarly, there may be some vitamin supplements that you'd want to take, and that feels good. There's a few that I take that I feel are essential. And truthfully, with all these things, exercise, especially the nutrition, the dietary supplements, there's tons of different opinions out there. And, you know, go with what makes the most sense to you and what feels right, and feels good, you know. You can research it, get as much information as you want. There's tons out there, and ultimately, what I had to do was kind of feel into it, and what seemed right on a on a gut level to me, to be taking good care of myself by the foods that I eat. Getting enough sleep is really essential. Now, I'm fortunate; I'm gifted in sleeping. I know a lot of people aren't, so if you're a person who struggles with that, I really feel for you. And I know how important it is. Simple way to do it what I do is I I back out what time I want to get out in the morning, and then I subtract the hours that I want to sleep. You got to add on to that, include any amount of time that it takes you to get to sleep if it takes a while, because you got to be in bed long enough to get that sleep and to actually get to sleep. And sleep has a huge effect on our bodies and our ability to cope weight release, health in general, so very important. You can also do some stretching and massage. You might like to get manicure or pedicure. Some of these things will seem a little bit more like a treat. Uh, going to your doctor and getting regular checkups and lab works to make sure that everything's functioning properly. And... You might even consider getting yourself a new hairstyle and wearing clothes that make you feel great. Those are all ways to take great care of yourself. And we are going to head into a break. Stay tuned for more awesome information on self care here at the Impact Hour.
2: What if the ladder you're climbing is leaning against the wrong wall? Is that bucket list getting bigger and bigger? Where are your passions hiding? You are here to create an authentically empowered life. There's nothing more fulfilling than living your life's purpose every day. Find your calling and live a legacy that lasts for generations. Start your journey today by scheduling your discovery session with John and Rena, hosts of The Impact Hour, every Wednesday on Money 105.5. Go to TheImpactHour.com to schedule your complimentary session today.
3: If you want a life rich in meaning, if you want to make a difference, join John and Rena for The Impact Hour every Wednesday afternoon at 2 on Money 1055. Learn how to increase your life's impact. Unlock your potential and live with passion. It's all new. The Impact Hour with your hosts, John and Rena. Share your stories and become part of the journey. Wednesday afternoons at 2 on Money 1055.
0: Find John and Rena on Facebook at The Impact Hour. Now, back to the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money
1: 105.5. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. You know, here at Money 105.5, they just totally hook us up and they play music that gets me all psyched because, you know, a little ACDC just really cuts it for me. So I love that. Today, we are talking about self care and taking awesome care of yourself started off with looking at taking care of your body right nice foundation there's other important things to be taking care of because it's very interesting a lot of these things interact with each other so how you're taking care of your body will affect how you're feeling psychologically so as i was making some of these lists of ideas for you to take care of yourself i was noticing that some things could go on both lists So, for example, both taking care of yourself emotionally and mentally and physically would be breathing, doing a nice, deep breathing exercise. In fact, I'm going to walk you through one. This is something that you can pull out at a moment's notice in really any setting. It can be very private. You don't need to go off by yourself, but taking three nice, deep breaths is very calming for the body helps you shift your physical and your emotional state so this is how we start a lot of our group and individual coaching calls so if you're sitting if you're driving keep your eyes open and pay attention to the road please if you're not driving and if it's safe uh, and go ahead and, and sit down if you can and feel the chair supporting your body you can rest your arms on the arms of the chair on your lap. Feel your feet on the floor. So this is helping you connect to your body, right? Gonna have you take in a nice deep breath in through your nose. Hold it for a moment and go ahead and release. Gonna do that two more times. In through the nose, out through the mouth, And one more, in through the nose and out through the mouth. Did you feel that? I think things just got a little more chill in Sacramento. <laughs> Three deep breaths can do wonders for you, where you're at emotionally, where you're at physically. So feel free to pull that out anytime. That will be of service to you. Very similarly, exercise, I think, has a great benefit both psychologically and physically. When I'm really stressed, uh, especially when I'm nervous, I I do the deep breathing exercise. And sometimes, regarding the exercise, I dance. So I put on some loud music, make sure the door is closed, the do not disturb sign is on my office door, and, and I just cut loose and it really moves some energy that that's kind of pent up. You can run up and down the stairs a few times. That's really helpful. I was I was actually thinking about this as I was getting ready to come into the station today because I was feeling nervous about the show today. It's funny because I thought for sure after six months I wouldn't be nervous doing this. And it it just varies a lot. If John's here, it's easier. If it's content I've covered a lot, that's easier. And once in a while I just get nervous. So what I did is I asked myself, I did the dancing, (laughs) and I did the deep breathing. And then I asked myself why, what was I thinking of that was making me so nervous? Because the physiological experience of nervousness comes from a thought some thoughts that are going on and this is how it relates both to physical and psychological so i really got to take a look well the things we talk about here i practice myself what was i making it mean if i came in and really messed up on the air today would it be catastrophic would people think i was stupid or a bozo or really not credible and uh, fascinating to uh, really look at what I was making it mean because those things are a little out of proportion. And I found that I was more at ease when I recognized that I really won't mess up that bad. It'll be fine. (laughs) So (laughs) I just encourage you to take a look at why you're getting so kind of worked up in the first place. I wanted to look at things that fill you up Versus things that don't fill you up. This is really something that only you can assess for yourself. You know, I don't mean to tell you what to do. I mean for you to evaluate what works well for you. So there are some things that are super easy to do. It's easy to watch TV. It's easy to get on Facebook. It's easy to play a game on our phone or tablet or computer. Those things are set up for us to to be very easy. And just because it's easy doesn't mean that it really helps us to relax and take good care of ourselves. So I encourage you to evaluate for yourself what really fills you up. Here are some ideas I have for things that are relaxing. And see what relates, you know, what you can relate to. Uh, Feel free to add to your own list ideas that you want to try or integrate in. So you got your list of stuff you're already doing, and you can go ahead and create a list of stuff that you might like to do or do more of. You can read for pleasure. Uh, some people don't read at all. Um, some people, like like for myself, sometimes I just get caught up in in personal development or business development type books, and it's nice to just read a good story. So read for pleasure. I enjoy sitting by the fire. I think I may have had my last fire for the season. On Monday, just so relaxing, the the sight and sound and smell of sitting by the fireplace. For you, maybe it's doing crafts or cooking or creating in some way. If I have time on a Saturday, I really enjoy trying a new recipe. I've been taking on quinoa bites. I'm like, I'm going to master the quinoa bite. And I like the mistakes. Even those taste good. So if you have a cat or a dog, spend time with your pet, pet the cat, pet the dog. I've heard that that actually lowers blood pressure, so definitely benefits in that. Remember to laugh and to play, whatever that looks like for you. Maybe it's listening to calming music or taking a bath. Maybe you'd enjoy some aromatherapy. Try it out. See what works really good for you. And like I say, don't go to the junk food version of relaxation just because it's easy, but find what, in fact, really works well for you. I really do love the message that, giving, that we're giving ourselves when we take good care of ourselves. We're saying that we're worthwhile, we're valuable, we're worth taking good care of. And just for that, there's a lot of benefit in good self care, I have a list of things that you can do to take care of yourself mentally and emotionally. And see what I said? Like I said, what works for you. We're, of course, big fans of personal development. We do lots of it ourselves. So that can be reading self improvement type books, you can attend self help classes. And there's seminars and webinars and workshops that you can attend. You can have a coach or a mentor or attend a program. There's all kinds of options depending on what area in particular you want to work on for improving yourself mentally and emotionally. You may not have thought about it, but the environment that you live in, uh, your home, your work environment, your car, your purse. (laughs) All all those can um, really affect how you're feeling and can actually cause stress. So it may be worthwhile to clean and declutter and organize the spaces around you because a lot of times, you know, we think that we're overlooking those things, but they actually do cause a good amount of stress. So check that out for yourself and see if that might be worth kind of cleaning and decluttering some of your spaces. Journaling is an excellent practice. Journaling is an option or an opportunity to process through what's going on in life. Now, there's different ways to journal. You can read something and kind of write your thoughts about it. You can write, you know, whenever you're struggling with something. I find that time that it takes to get my thought from my mind through my hand to the paper. So actually physically writing, that time delay is actually beneficial for processing emotions and what's going on in life. So it can also be a neat way to just kind of chronicle your journey through life. And I was kind of wondering maybe if that's where the word journal comes from, tied to the word journey. I'd mentioned before about the three deep breaths really great for changing your emotional state and there's actually tricks that you can do with your body because check it out there's such a close connection between the mind and the body how you're feeling is is demonstrated in your body language and your posture right so if you're scared or nervous um or afraid you're going to get smaller you're going to kind of hunch over right if you don't want to be experiencing that anymore, because, like, who would? You can actually expand your body out and have um, kind of a puffed-up chest, shoulders-back, straight posture, and that will actually help to shift your emotions because your emotions will begin to match your body. So really helpful. That's like comes from NLP, Neurolinguistic Programming. That can be a very handy tool as well. Oh, and here's an idea, but you already know this one. You can listen to the impact hour. So you can listen to useful stuff that builds you up and moves you forward. Now, I've heard some outstanding things about the pro- the practice of um, a, like a gratitude journal, having a gratitude practice. And I'll be honest, I haven't implemented this one myself, although I'm looking at it because – what you're thankful for, I hear. What you appreciate, appreciates. So you tend to get more of what you're what you're valuing, what you're appreciating, and expressing gratitude for those things can be highly beneficial. So you could do that. Like a simple way to do that would be before you go to bed at night, write down three things that you're grateful for for the day. Or if you'd rather start your day off on that note, you could certainly – um, write down three things that you're grateful for when you first get up in the morning. So I love this conversation about self-care, and I want to make it available to you if you would like to call into the station and share with us what you find to be particularly helpful. You can call us at 866-576-1055. That's 866 576 1055, and share with us what, what you find to be most useful in taking care of yourself, whether it's physically or psychologically or socially or spiritually. We'll be driving into those other topics here soon. I wanted to let you know that if you've missed part of this show or any other show, we have show recordings available on theimpacthour.com. And that's a really great resource for tools and tips to help you move forward and be more and more of a positive impact in the lives of other people. We're going to head into a break, and I would love for you to stay tuned for more on self-care. You are listening to the Impact Hour.
4: Your home is so much more than square footage and a floor plan. So why would you entrust buying a new home or selling your home to anyone but Ellen Hurley, the Real Estate Insider? And tune in weekdays from noon to 1 for Ellen Hurley's show, The Real Estate Insider, exclusively on Money 105.5. Buying or selling, call the
1: Real Estate Insider.
5: For your real estate dream, she gets it. If you ever find yourself without a flushing toilet, no hot water for showering, dripping faucets, or gas leak, call Armstrong Plumbing, 916-367-4934. They can help you with the best service available at a fraction of the cost of other companies. Thanks to recent technologies in the plumbing industry, Armstrong Plumbing has taken the lead and can repair your broken sewer and water pipes or even gas leaks. They will give you accurate estimates that are guaranteed to solve your plumbing problems, or they will fix it for free. Armstrong Plumbing utilizes the industry's latest advancements in trenchless technologies, such as pipe bursting, hydrojetting, cure in-place pipelining and directional boring and they can solve your problems at a fraction of the cost of other companies they want to save you time money and prevent property damage see the 700 plus great reviews on armstrongplumbing.net then call armstrong plumbing a name you can trust for more than 50 years 367-4934 367-4934
6: Lucia Capital Group asked what you feel are your greatest financial fears. I'm worried about outliving our money. Uh, Another market crash.
2: Taxes in our
6: retirement. While we may share concerns about saving, investing, and retiring, we each have a unique financial fingerprint and our own individual concerns. We
1: always worry about the
6: national economy.
1: Inflation,
5: healthcare costs.
6: Because every investor has their own challenges, Lucia Capital Group customizes a strategy for each client that addresses their specific goals and needs. At Lucia Capital Group, we understand Understand fears of outliving your money, market volatility, and inflation. Learn how a bucket strategy can be designed to help address your concerns. Schedule a complimentary consultation. Call 800-644-1150. 800-644-1150 800-644-1150 or click contact us at luciacap.com. That's luciacap.com.
2: Securities offered through Lucia Securities LLC. Member FINRA SIPC, a subsidiary of Lucia Capital Group and affiliate of Lucia Wealth Services. The strategy involves investment subject to risk.
4: Two men in a truck believes every mom should be celebrated on Mother's Day. So once again, two men in a truck of Sacramento and Weave have partnered together to create movers for moms. A donation drive providing essential items to moms living in shelters on Mother's Day. To find out how your organization or school can get involved, call Two Men in a Truck at 916 852 or go to twomeninatruck.com forward slash movers for moms to find a location near you.
5: What if I told you there's a wealth management firm that offers a 100% satisfaction guarantee? Think it doesn't exist? Think again. Hi, I'm Mo Ansari, president of Compaq Asset Management. When you start a new relationship with Compaq, we'll create your customized investment portfolio and financial plan dedicated to help you reach your goals. Try us out for a year. If you're not happy for any reason, you'll get all of the management and maintenance fee that you paid refunded. This is our 100% satisfaction guarantee. Dial pound 250 on your cell phone and use the keyword talk to Mo to find out more again from your cell phone dial pound 250 keyword talk to Mo. Satisfaction guarantee doesn't apply to fees and commissions charged by third parties for such things as insurance products or mutual fund redemptions. It also doesn't apply to any market losses which might occur in an account. For additional information regarding this guarantee please see the disclosure brochure available at the time you enroll or upon request.
3: Compact Asset Management is a registered investment advisor. Funds custodian Fidelity Institutional Wealth Services member FINRA If you want a life rich in meaning, if you want to make a difference, join John and Rena for the Impact Hour every Wednesday afternoon at 2 on Money 105.5. Learn how to increase your life's impact unlock your potential and live with passion it's all new the impact hour with your host john and rena share your stories and become part of the journey wednesday afternoons at 2 on money 105.5
2: find john and rena on facebook at the impact hour what if the ladder you're climbing is leaning against the wrong wall is that bucket list getting bigger and bigger where are your passions hiding you are here to create an authentically empowered life. There's nothing more fulfilling than living your life's purpose every day. Find your calling and live a legacy that lasts for generations. Start your journey today by scheduling your discovery session with John and Rena, hosts of the Impact Hour, every Wednesday on Money 1055. Go to the ImpactHour.com to schedule your
0: complimentary session today. Live with passion. Make a difference and come alive. This is the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 1055.
1: Welcome back to the Impact Hour. Today we're talking about self-care and the importance of taking really great care of yourself so that you can be more of a benefit and more of a positive impact in the lives of other people. I would love for you to call in if you want to share what you find to be most helpful for your own self-care. The number here at the station is 866-576-1055. I have a coach um, we have several coaches, and one thing that George Kansas says is that discipline is self care in advance. And a lot of self care requires discipline and setting up structures in place, and they will benefit us over the long run. So it might not be as apparent all the time and effort that you're putting into your self care now. There will be some benefit, and some benefits will come. Quite a while down the road. In fact, I read, I think it must have been somebody's blog, and and the title was something like These are the top 37 things you'll regret when you're old. My first question is, What do you mean by when I'm old? But that's beside the point. So I thought it was very interesting because the, actually the the blog post or article didn't really cite any research. So it seemed to me that it was that person's, you know, interpretation, their opinion on what they'll really regret when they're old. And some stuff I could already relate to, which kind of makes me nervous, like maybe I'm already getting there. That was about not using sunscreen when I was younger. Yeah. That's catching up to me already. So stuff that we do now is going to affect us now and in the future. So here's a good question for yourself. What are you going to wish you did or did not do? (laughs) What are you going to wish that you did for self-care once you're older? Here's a few Areas to consider. Mobility. When you're older, are you going to wish that you did more to maintain your being limber, your being able to move around? How about your weight and diet? Probably already aware of it now. It's going to cost more on your system, it'll have more of an effect as you get older. Sun protection. Mentioned that one. Relationships. In fact, I've heard that on their deathbed, people tend to regret the things in their relationships that they didn't do. In fact, most of the regrets tend to be about what we did not do. So is there somebody you wished you had said something, something was left unsaid or unresolved, a thanks you never gave, appreciation you didn't show, time spent with people, That's a form of self-care we're gonna get into here as we talk about the social component of self-care. Also, your finances, definitely something that's gonna catch up with as you're older. And if you listen to Money 105.5, you probably hear some really good advice on finances and retirement. Good to spend time on that now, because it'll catch up with you eventually. So yes, I acknowledge that self-care requires time and effort and commitment and the more that you can have structures in place to help support you whether it's scheduled in your calendar or accountability or you tie it in with something else that you're already doing kind of pairing it with something like that helps us to acquire new habits all those things are going to be worthwhile for you because habits take a lot of effort and time to form unfortunately they're broken easily so we got to keep on top of it. Okay. Let me see if I covered this already. Yep. Do, do, do. So socially, did I want to talk about that? I'm so excited. I've got so much good stuff to share with you guys. Okay, check it out. Before I go on to social, this is still more like along the psychological, emotional realm. I want to encourage you to envision and focus on what you do want instead of on what you don't want, okay? And this is kind of bucking the trends because usually people tend to complain about stuff that they don't like. You know, Facebook and the news are really great places for negativity. If you're wanting to cut down on your negativity, may consider cutting down on those sources. They seldom focus on what's good and focus on what they want. But as we envision what we do want, we'll be able to create – more of it. There's a Bible verse that I find particularly helpful. It's Philippians 4.8, and I won't read the whole thing. It's telling you to focus on these things. Whatever's like this, focus, think about these things. Stuff that's true. Are you focusing on what's true, on what's really going on, or are you focused on what you're afraid might happen? Things that are noble love that. What are, things, what are people doing around you that's noble? What can you do that's noble? What's right versus maybe, I don't know, what's wrong? What's pure and what's lovely? Just to be able to focus your mind on things that are lovely. Doesn't that sound delightful? Admirable. When was the last time someone did something that you found admirable? When was the last time you did something that's admirable? focus on that stuff. Anything that's excellent, showing that's really great, and whatever is praiseworthy, focus on those things instead of the stuff that comes through your feed, okay? Love that stuff. So here are some things that you can do to take care of yourself socially because we are social beings, right? We need to interact with people, and we want to do it well, so we got to take good care of ourselves, make sure that we're properly supported. You can get together with positive, supportive people. I actually have had people do an exercise. We have this in our book, Splash, Increase Your Life's Impact. I had people do an exercise where they list out the names of the people they hang out with the most, could be five people, whatever, and put a a line drawing face next to them. So it might be a smiley face, might be a flat line face, might be a sad face, depending on how you feel after you're with that person. Do they drain you? Do you feel worse after you're with that person? Put a sad face next to them. That's someone to limit your time with. I'm not saying don't get together with them, don't talk to them at all, but limit that. And the folks who like the flat line face, <laughs> the flat line for a smile, not a frown. Um you know, those are okay to be around, but the folks where you have would put a smiley face after their name, those are the folks that build you up, help you feel good about yourself. They see possibilities for you. They're working on things that are positive. Those are, things, those are the people for you to hang out with because that's going to build you up socially. So beware of the people who are sucking the life out of you and make sure you put in more people who are really building you up and they're on the right track to they want more in their lives. So be careful of who you're hanging out with. I already mentioned about getting off of Facebook, and you'll just need to assess that for yourself. You know, there are certain settings you can go in and choose to see certain people's settings. Um, just for kicks, I, I made it completely organic. I took all those, you know, see so-and-so's post first. I turned that off, and I'm just trying that. But I really have to limit the Facebook because there's an awful lot of complaining going on and and culturally there's there's a lot of that so you get to choose what kind of conversations you want to be around you also get to influence the conversation by what you say so being in a group of people what you choose to talk about will influence the conversation so you can take care of yourself by helping guide conversations that are beneficial what land, what another thing that landed on my list for social was to, to take care of yourself by setting up what you need and I was thinking specifically of the birthday so I knew somebody who wanted a party for her birthday so she set it all up, made all the arrangements she wanted invited all the people that she wanted and had this really fantastic birthday party it was exactly what she wanted and isn't that so much better than like hoping that somebody throws you a party because you really want one So actually, I did that for myself for my 40th birthday. I had uh, my closest friends uh, come to Santa Cruz. Three of us trekked down from Sacramento. Two of my friends were already there. And I had the women uh, that I'm closest to uh, there with me to celebrate my 40th birthday. Now that's been a while, so (laughs) maybe it's time to do that again. But this year I got together with a friend for lunch because I've had some birthdays come and go, like, and I was so sad because I didn't get any calls. You we know, took me to lunch, and I'm like, well, what do I want? Okay, well, I'm going to take responsibility for setting that up and not expecting other people to read my mind. That's a form of self-care, and you can do that socially too. It doesn't have to just be your birthday. What do you want for being around people? And seek to create that in your own life. In fact, I have scheduled phone calls with several people in my life, uh, friends who are supportive to me, and my dad, because, and, and their weekly phone calls set at a certain time. I've been told that conversations without a structure tend to disappear. So if it's not regularly scheduled, it might not happen. You can also seek to join a community. In this day and age, we've got meetup. There's just tons of opportunities out there, and you'll have to seek it out. So if you're feeling sad and you're feeling alone, you don't have to. You can take care of yourself by seeking out folks that you want to have in your life. You can also ask for help and delegate. You don't need to do it all yourself. That leads to burnout and sometimes resentment. And the last I have for social, taking care of yourself socially, is to set good boundaries. If that's a struggle for you, there's a great book called Boundaries by Drs. Cloud and Townsend. And that's just a classic for being able to say no to the things that you don't want. And I'm encouraging to you to set up the things that you do want. So... We're going to go to a break. When we come back, we're going to talk some more about the spiritual aspect of taking great care of yourself. Stay tuned for more. You're listening to the Impact Hour.
2: What if the ladder you're climbing is leaning against the wrong wall? Is that bucket list getting bigger and bigger? Where are your passions hiding? You are here to create an authentically empowered life. There's nothing more fulfilling than living your life's purpose every day. Find your calling and live a legacy that lasts for generations. Start your journey today by scheduling your discovery session with John and Rena, hosts of The Impact Hour, every Wednesday on Money 105.5. Go to TheImpactHour.com to schedule your complimentary session today.
3: If you want a life rich in meaning, if you want to make a difference, join John and Rena for The Impact Hour every Wednesday afternoon at 2 on Money 1055. Learn how to increase your life's impact. Unlock your potential and live with passion. It's all new. The Impact Hour with your hosts, John and Rena. Share your stories and become part of the journey. Wednesday afternoons at 2
0: on Money 1055. Find John and Rena on Facebook at The Impact Hour. You are listening to The Impact Hour on Money 105.5, where you live a life rich in meaning and significance.
1: Welcome back to The Impact Hour. I'm your host, Rena, and today we are talking about self-care. And it's all about you taking really great care of yourself, first, because you deserve it, and secondly, because it is totally going to affect the people around you, at home, at work, all around you, they are going to feel the effects of whether or not you're taking really good care of yourself. So we've looked at biological, taking good care of your body, psychological, taking good care of yourself mentally and emotionally, and also socially, making sure that you've got the social connections and support that you need. Just before we dive into the spiritual, I wanted to give you a heads up next week. Uh, If things go all as planned, I'll have a guest on our show. Her name is Dr. Suzette Lanzarada, and she's with Natural Medicine. And she does really great at taking care of people. And I love it because it's a holistic approach. So she's understanding that the mental and emotional and the spiritual—it's all affecting the physical, right—and the social component too. She she knows that it's it's all mixed in. So she works with people and. She's going to be sharing some great tips in some of the ways that she helps people. We love showcasing occasionally for you guys uh, great examples of people who are really passionate and really making a difference in people's lives. And Dr. L is certainly one of those people. So I'm excited to share her with you next week. I mentioned earlier, but I'll mention again, if you missed part of this show or any other show, you can listen to show recordings at theimpacthour.com. So let's talk about taking care of ourselves spiritually. I've heard it said from a variety of different sources, not just like one, one type of source, but that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. In that sense, it's very important to not neglect our spiritual nature. Here are some ideas for you for taking care of yourselves spiritually. Now, remember what I was saying earlier about finding what works for you, not letting someone else dictate what you have to do for your self-care. But these are some things that may be beneficial. I think prayer is great, having open lines of communication with God. And I know that he desires that relationship, So I think prayer is a really excellent tool. Also, reading the Bible or reading other spiritual books can be really great for fortifying you and lifting you up, helping to deep your spiritual experience, your relationship with God. Also, joining a community of like-minded people, whatever that looks like for you, whether that's a church or a mosque community, a um, a synagogue, whatever it is. Um, be with other people who can build you up in your spiritual walk so that you're not trying to do it by yourself. You could even have a mentor. Wouldn't that be cool, a spiritual mentor? Absolutely. Meditation is also a great practice, and there's a variety of forms. I'm f- I was trained, I received... I trained myself, I wrote a book on um, a Christian form of meditation. So some meditation is about clearing the mind and like mindfulness, I love mindfulness being really present to what's going on in the moment. and that's kind of tied into this. and then the idea behind this this other kind of meditation is to focus on one thing in particular. So it could be a Bible verse, it could be a spiritual saying. It could be a quality of God, something that you want to explore further, and focus your mind on that. And the discipline comes in where other thoughts are kind of starting to intrude to um, just acknowledge that thought and let it go and return your focus where you want it to be. Those are some ideas that I have for a spiritual practice Recognizing that we're spiritual beings having a human experience. Sometimes we think it's all about the human experience, but it really does run deeper than that. I wanted to share just a little bit about my experience, because if you had told me when I was like 20 or, or younger than 20 uh, that I was a spiritual being, I, I would have looked at you just kind of rather confused because that wasn't in, within my awareness. <clears throat> and... I don't I don't share about it often because it's uh, just not so much part of my day to day life. But I'm a recovering drug addict and alcoholic. I got clean and sober when I was 20, just almost 21. So I'm one of those rare people. I never drank legally in a bar, and um, gave that up when I was 20. At the same time, around about the same time, I came to know Jesus, and and this is how it went. I had a boyfriend who was attending Alcoholics Anonymous, and he would—and I'd hear what they were saying, and I knew that I needed that for myself, but I had no idea who God was. So my prayer life was something along the lines of, dear God, I have no idea who you are, but I just pray that you'd help me today to stay clean and sober. And then at the end of the day, this is my very eloquent prayer life, was, dear God, I, I really don't know who you are, but uh, thank you for helping me to stay clean and sober today. And that's how I got the foundations of my sobriety, for one thing. It's been at least 26 years. And um, I know I'd like to say I quit when I was five, but that's just not accurate. You do the math. Anyway, <laughs> Um that was the beginning for me of really opening the door and letting God into my life. So just just a thought for you, if that's not a part of your experience, that it's open to you. Because I believe strongly that God loves you and desires to have a relationship with you. And like the closer the better. That's what he wants. So you revealing yourself, him revealing himself. I find it to be absolutely powerful to be in a relationship where I have an experience of the God of the universe. So I don't know what to say other than I recommend it highly. If you're not familiar, check it out. Maybe, maybe it'd be worth checking out. Awesome. I have some bonus material for you. I try to have some stuff prepared in case I have extra time. And there's something I created called the Impact Matrix. So we've been talking about self-care, and that's in the context of how are you impacting other people. And my impact matrix has four little squares, and that's not really so important. What you really need to know is there's there's two different aspects to consider. There's whether your impact is on purpose or is on accident, and is it negative or is it positive. So there's four options. Having a negative impact that's on accident – I have a face in there. It's a flat-lined face with flat-lined eyes. It looks like the person's sleeping. This is what it looks like if a person is unaware of their impact. It's as though they're sleepwalking through life. Now, a person can have a negative impact on purpose. That's a mean-looking face. Okay, they got, like, eyebrows drawn down, mean-looking. And honestly, there's not that many people moving through the world deliberately trying to hurt people. not saying they're not there. There's just not that many. Now, if you have a positive impact that's on accident, that's a surprised-looking face, wide eyes, wide mouth, because it's like, oh, my God, I really changed somebody's life, and I didn't mean to. That doesn't happen very often either. So what we really want is the positive impact that's on purpose. That's a smiley face, and that's what we're really encouraging you to do, knowing that you've got what it takes to make a tremendous difference in the lives of other people. And I believe that our... There are people who are waiting for you to step up, to find what you're passionate about, to make that kind of difference in their life. And that's what we want to encourage you to do. In a sense, it's a part of self-care, certainly in the long run. You're going to, according to my husband's experience, when you reach the end of your life, he had a heart attack and he was asking himself if he loved people well and if his life mattered and you're going to want to know that you love people well and that your life mattered. So I'm encouraging you today to make choices that you'll be able to answer those questions well when you reach the end of your life. It's about living life well now. That certainly includes taking care of yourself. It includes being a benefit to other people on purpose. And it requires really being on purpose about it. So don't leave it up to chance. Know that you've got what it takes to make a really positive impact. I want to thank you very much for your time, and I applaud your commitment to yourself to improving yourself. Thank you for listening to the Impact Hour.